Hi, Danielle. Hi, Casey. Oh, we have a great show for you. It was such we really do. Fucking hilarious guest. I'm I know so that. Excited. Because we taped the second half first. Yeah, we did. Yeah. And, but we also have so many good shows to discuss this week, which is just like a plethora of riches. If you haven't watched Atlanta, literally drive your car off the road and go find it and watch. It's that good. I'm electrified. Uh, so good, guys. And we have so fucking Hills. funny. Coming, speaking of Beverly Hills coming, we have our live loop show live from home. We're going to be have Jerry O'Connell. We have Brian, Brian Moylan. Moylan. We're going to talk the, the first Housewives of, uh, we're talking the first episode of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. It's next week, uh, the 12th of May, 5.30 Pacific, 8.30 Eastern. But also, like, you can watch it for, like, a week afterwards. So, you guys, if you if you miss the time, don't worry about it. We need to really put our minds and hearts together after Beverly Hills has aired and really just be together, you know? Be in communion and in, in community. Oh, Casey, how are you this week? How are you? You know, I had the pleasure last night of uh, doing one of these readings that Seth Rogen uh, is, did for Netflix on behalf of mm-hmm. his charity with his wife, uh, Lauren. Lauren Rogan, Hilarity for Charity, which supports Alzheimer's research and is so incredible. But the, we were, the reading we were doing was When Harry Met Sally. Ah, the best movie uh, ever made. Okay, I, I had the pleasure of, of playing, honestly, I, what I think is like the greatest screen performance of all time, Marie, played by Carrie Fisher. Ah, uh, the best role that that role, that actress in that, I mean, just uh, all perfection. Of it. How was it? What was it like to step into her shoes? It was, Casey? well, of course I couldn't, you know, so I didn't even re- try an impression, but I, but I just rewatched you doing it. the line. Yeah. When she says married and put oh, in red. <laughs> yeah. With that Rolodex card, just folds it over. Oh my God. It was so great. Zazie Beats was uh, Meg Ryan. And guess who was Harry? Nick Kroll. Oh, perfect. I am telling you, Danielle. So they had a full live band on the stage. And so they would come in and play like, and I can't remember where or when. They played all the songs. And at the end, when they played, I'm getting a chill, when they played Old Dang Zine. (gasps) I'm getting a chill. I know. And Nick did that speech. Like, the thing is, there was not. When you see the person you want to be with for the rest of your life, you want the rest of your life to start right now. Danielle, there was not a dry eye. Nick Kroll, I said to her, we have the same manager, and I'm like, where is Nick Kroll's leading? He's a leading man. Where is his romantic comedy? It, he was a revelation. And of course, we mm. all know he's funny. He's a dream. But it was I, I, it was unbelievable. And then Seth Rogen played Jess. Uh, <laughs> Bruno Kirby. Amazing. It was so fun. When he says that line, when Jess says, so you saw Mr. Zero fucking your wife? <laughs> yeah. The best. Okay, last funny thing that happened. So backstage, okay. I'm seated next to this older gentleman. And he's like, I'm like, oh, hi, what's your name? He's like, Tommy, hi. And I said, oh, hi. And he said, I'm playing all the interstitials, you know, the kind oh, of older yeah, couples. Older- and then June mm-hmm. Squibb was playing the woman oh. in all of them. So, so cute. And so I said to this guy, I'm like, where were you? He's like, I just flew in from Italy. He's like, God, I just ate a ton of edibles the whole time. And I was like, oh, wow, you know? And then I said, wow, okay. but he's an, you know, an older guy, very good looking. And I said, great voice. And I said, wow, that's great. I said, you know, I can't really do edibles. I didn't get into the, my mushroom stuff. But I was like, yeah, it just makes me too paranoid. I really can't get into weed at all. Like, I really don't like it. Then a couple other people start chiming in with me. They're like, yeah, I don't really like weed. And then he just goes, well, it's my business. So, and then I found out it was Tommy Chong. Ah! 
Cheechan Chop. <laughs> that's his whole fucking thing, Casey. Goes, well, that's my business. He's built a multi-million dollar. Yeah. Like, that's and he didn't thing. seem upset. He was just kind of like, yeah, you you know, you you say potato, I say potato. Let's call oh. the whole thing off. I said later, <laughs> I couldn't even believe it. I just like <gasps> let it. To say, he, that's his art, Casey. Weed is his art. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was funny because, like, when I heard Tommy as an el- like an older man's name, I was like, Tommy, you don't hear that every day, you know? And no. then I just happened to glance on his, like, script and said, Tommy Chunk. Tommy Chunk. Oh, Danielle. How are you? I'm good, you know? I'm preparing for this wedding this weekend. We're going to Matt McConkie's wedding, the wedding of a lifetime. Like, I'm so excited getting my Honestly, it's Honestly, it's Princess Di. That's how big yes. it is. Only it like is. two it princess like dies getting married. And I even found myself a new scent for the wedding. Oh. And what is it? Well, I found a scent and it is from Aesop. Beautiful. I love Aesop. Okay. And it's a scent. It's a, you know, multi-sex scent called Marrakesh. Oh. Say, what Spicy. I will say about the scent is I smell like an attractive man. Wow, Danielle. And I know, you know, like, I'm like... Wow. I'm like, I smell like a man I want to date. And like, it's So you want (laughs) to fuck yourself when you have that scent on. Like, I smell hot. <gasps> oh my god, Danielle. I'm turned on by myself. Get my right nose now. on this smell. You should. You're gonna don't wanna fuck me, Casey. <sighs> I'll try not to, but it sounds but like it's I'm gonna be inevitable. You, I sound I smell like a very attractive man. I cannot wait, and I love that yeah. you have a scent for this thing. Yeah, I really wanted to like up everything. Well, we all have to. We all have to because, you know, the rehearsal dinner has a theme, a dress code, a dress which code. is a hard one. Yeah, The dress code, you don't hear it every day. It's call me by your name casual. Yes, which is, you know, based on the movie in mm-hmm. Italy. And so it, it's so specific. And so like, I, I don't know. It's like we're in France it's, in the summer, but we're at a gay wedding and we're in perhaps pastels. I am wearing like all monochromatic blush pink with like trousers and a silk okay. top and a blazer. Now, can I ask you something? I really want to ask you something. Yeah. I don't know because I, I'm this time of year nights get cold. Yeah. So I'm curious if, um, if I pair a jean jacket with my dress, is that appropriate for call your name casual? It is call not. My- it is not. But look, it's okay. Do you have a blazer? You could like just drape. I, yes, I do. What about? Oh, yeah. Okay, I just let's don't do know that. Even right a sweater, color. you know, like around the shoulders. So? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, and then we've got an equally hard challenge the next night for the wedding. Yeah. Which is? <laughs> the theme is hear us out, okay? Formal fashion risk. <laughs> fashion forward. It's like fashion forward something, risk. right? Yeah, you have to take a risk. I mean, Casey, I don't. I know. I, I think I know. I'm. Risking something, but maybe I'm not. I don't know. There's a leg slit. Involved. I have looked so fucking long for a dress for this that I finally, I found two. Neither were like it. So my risk is that I'm going to do an outfit change. Halfway through? Again, not that my wedding. A That's a real <laughs> risk. <laughs> Run the risk of making it all about you. <laughs> to take the spotlight and be like, I've changed. Is that not a fashion risk, Danielle? <laughs> that is a risk. It's a risk that I don't know that you should take, but I'm, I'm glad going that you're to. taking it. <laughs> I told my friend Laura, I'm like, I need your Honda to change mid 
mid-wedding because we're kind of out in the, in the wild there. She's like, okay. I was like, yeah, I'll just shimmy into a different set of Spanx. And- Changing in a Honda is a And a new set of Spanx for a new outfit? Well, yeah, the, we've got considerations. That's all I'll say. For your consideration. Can I ask you something? Yeah. Okay, another question. Is a leather jacket appropriate for the second night draped over my shoulders for the second night? What color? Black. It's a formal event. I don't think so. <laughs> well, it's black tie. Maybe I'm wrong. But now you've got me thinking I had no thought of a coat. Nothing. Because it's going to get chilly at night. I didn't think of it at all. So I'm right we there with you. have to. Okay. Well, anyway, these are considerations, guys. Let's we'll just... talk offline, but maybe a, 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 a like a, a winter coat, a nice coat. Casey, I don't know what's going to happen. Okay. I'm just you know what? To... We're going to figure it out. We're going to figure it out. Maybe it's totally fine. I actually don't know, Danielle. Formal really throws me. I don't know. Honestly, people just weigh in and let th- let us know. Let us know what you think. If anyone could DM me tomorrow, please. Black tie wedding. <laughs> what are we wearing over? And call me by your name casual. Yeah. What are we wearing? Danielle, I think we better just get right to our guest. I think that these questions are too heavy to answer right now. So that's we should turn to just our regular. Yes, because with everything going on in the world right now, these are the questions. Yeah, these are. All right. We'll be All back right. with our guest. We're back. Yes, we are. Casey, this is a guest that I have admired from afar for a very long time. She's so fucking funny. Yes, and it's been a long time coming. We've tried to get her, you oh, know. Yeah, she's and been busy. That's right. That's right. She's got a lot going on as well. She should. She's hilarious and has a, a show out that she's going to tell us about called Three Busy Debras. What is it? Well, who are these busy Debras? I love it. The poster, it makes me die. Uh, I've just, she's part of a, I want to almost say a comedy troupe. And I know it's it's informal, you know, but it's with the best, the creme de la creme. You know, yeah. it's, she's coming up with the Matt Rogers. Your you Joel got Kim your Booster. Joel Kim Boosters, yeah. which she has a podcast with him called Urgent Care, which is hilarious. And she's also going to be on um, the show that I write for, Clone High. It's just called High? No, it's called Clone High. Oh, I thought you said it's called <laughs> High. I was like, oh, wow. Is that H-I-G-H? It was actually Clone really arresting high. title. And she's absolutely hilarious. Please welcome Mitra Johari. <laughs> welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> We're so ha- I feel like we know each other even though we don't, but I feel a casualness with us that I hope you don't take find arresting. Take the wrong way. I was saying this before the podcast, but I have a very deeply parasocial relationship with both of you because I listen to the pod. So I also feel that I know you. <laughs> oh, wow, I've never heard the phrase para para Parasocial. Social. I'm, yeah. I'm learning. See, we're learning right away. I love this by the the younger Jen teaching us stuff. Well, maybe she's younger than you. Her and I are the same age. Definitely. We're all 12. It's the phenomenon of feeling like you're friends with someone when you're not. Uh, and you just are like experiencing them online. And, and that is exactly what I feel. Thank you for putting a name to it. I feel with you. Um, okay. You brought this up right when we got on, which is like, can we dive immediately into the Ultimate Girls Trip <laughs> 2 trailer? Uh, wow. I just really nothing else we could start with. Thoughts, Mitra? Well, first of all, we had to reschedule from this morning to this afternoon, and it felt like fate because the Ultimate Girls Trip trailer came out in that time. Yes. And I was so, I watched it like four times in a row. I was laughing because the first Ultimate Girls Trip felt like I was 
like soothing almost. Like it was yes. a lot of people kind of showing us different sides of their personality, particularly Teresa and Kenya. I never even knew these women had other sides to their personality. <laughs> yeah, we, we definitely saw the softer side of Sears with Teresa. Like it got me on her yeah. side again. Have, has she been lost with this last reunion? Yes, but yes. I liked the softer side yes. of Sears yes. with her. And I, and I, so I, I loved that about it. And I think it came at a time when I was really like, feeling so bad about COVID and really wanted to be with my girlfriends and in that way. And I I, thought, I felt very like soothed. I was like tearing up a lot. Well, and you have such a parasocial relationship with them all. <laughs> I, I do. I all really right. Do. Don't be using that word like you know what it is. The, the more you know. The more you know. <laughs> um, this, I was like, it's so violent and I can't wait. <laughs> it's so vile. And... and <laughs> electric. Oh, I, I mean, so we happy. really have the most wild beasts of the bunch. You know what I mean? We have your Bl- Brandy Glanvilles. We have your Dorinda Medleys. We have your Vicky G's. We have your Taylor who like, I mean, we really have the most unhinged of the unhinged. The people who want to be there the most absolutely feral. <laughs> You're, that's so right. It's That's such a great point. The people that want to be there the most arguably are going to be thirsty and desperate enough to give us the most. Yes. <laughs> and I think we're getting it. We're going to get it. <laughs> I mean, to see Phaedra Parks again, to see her in all her glory was such a treat. To see um, Eva, you know what I mean? Like, just, yeah, to see Eva, what a relief. I, I wasn't expected. Eva, Danielle, I just don't act like to see Eva was thrilling. <laughs> no, it was. Can I tell you, I know that, uh, you know, she has been, always been a person I've loved. She was kind of a sleeper cell in terms of like, she didn't really dress up for the housewife. She just counted on her natural beauty to get her through. She wasn't really coming through with glam. She was like no, always no, no, pregnant. No, no. But when she would fight, we would see Eva come out. Yeah. Like, don't you remember her fights in Japan with Marlo? Like, those were incredible. She is so, funny. I yes. always forget that she's very funny. So to see her, I was happy to see all my old friends. Taylor was the most shocking because her plastic surgery has taken a, a left. You know what I mean? Like, a, taken a turn. <laughs> like taken it just, a turn for the worst. It's taken a turn. Like, she'd always had wild plastic surgery and it just kept going. A lot of new faces launched in the trailer. (laughs) (laughs) They really did take off. Some of them have, those faces have taken like the road not traveled. Like, I I do feel. Because, really. It's new. It's it's innovations within the industry. That's right. And that's always beautiful in a way and wonderful. It's like they went back to, I remember Jessica Chaffin once saying, and I always love this, that she had the that Lisa Rinna had the dial-up of plastic surgery. Like, she had it before, <laughs> like... How dare. You know what I mean? Like, she had it, like, before anyone. Like, it was kind of like... <laughs> that's what she was, and I always loved that. And I feel like we've taken a turn back. Like, we've gone back to basics with some, like... Old timey. And what better like, with, with, the, with the people that are returning? Yes. yes. It's on theme. Yes. Yeah. It's absolutely on theme. And... I'm just so excited for it. And to be back at Bluestone Manor. What do we think that these women have done to Bluestone Manor? Like, like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, just Ramona herself, like, uh, took off a sconce. You know what I mean? Like, a lighting sconce. Like, what have these women wrought at Bluestone Manor? I think scorched earth, (laughs) Bluestone Manor. I think if you Google map Bluestone Manor, nothing remains at this point. (laughs) (laughs) They need, like, someone to go in and, like, 
you know, like... It needs an exorcism. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, and let's not forget um, Tamara. Tamara Judge is there. Okay, uh, that's how electric this is that we simply forgot that hell beast <laughs> that is Tamara Judge. Hell beast. Uh, uh, I loved seeing um, them in like a canoe or something. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Well, because the last time we were in that canoe, don't forget that's when, um, was it Vic? Uh, I'm sorry. No, that's Kristen when Ramona Takeman. threw the plastic wine gla- glass at Chrissy Takeman. Then when I went on Watch What Happens Live, I was so prepared to defend Takeman. But then I was on Watch What Happens Live with Ramona, and I was like, I support her 100. percent girl. <laughs> you were like, I told like you had her bleed, but she deserved that. Like Ramona does that too, and I get how like she gets. Yes, you on her- she looks into your eyes, and you are locked in. Well, I think she has die. like a tra- Tom Cruise quality. You know, let's not go so far. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's not charming, but magnetic in a yes. sick way. Uh, speaking of Tom Cruise, sorry to take us on this <laughs> field trip, but I feel like I need it. I feel like he's been sort of hidden for a while. Like I know he's hanging off buildings and doing his own stunts and whatnot. How long are these movies going to shoot? <laughs> no, this. <laughs> no, it's been shooting for nine years. Well, it's like t- Mission Impossible and Top Gun Maverick. They've all been shooting. But I guess Lady Gaga is doing the theme song for the new Top Gun, like the new Take My Breath Away or whatever. And she's posed for a picture with Tom Cruise. Guys, I didn't recognize him. He looks odd. Look, he looks amazing. He looks perfect. Dial up. Dial up. I'm talking dial up. <laughs> it's dial up. What, a, what an amazing shorthand to have for the rest of my life. <laughs> dial up. <laughs> back, to, back to life. Back to reality. Um, wait, speaking of Tom Cruise, I read your book, Casey. I loved it. <laughs> what? Speaking of my Scientology takedown. <laughs> Thank you, Mitra. I appreciate it was, that. It made me cry <laughs> a lot. Aww. It was really amazing. And Casey, it's out in that. paperback right now, isn't it? It did. It just came out in paperback, and it's in airports, which feels really good, you know, to just, you know, and I haven't seen it, of course, Danielle, as you know, I, I no longer frequent airports. Uh, the irony of me getting my PSLAX subscription is that I then can't see my book. It, it's yeah. like, what was that parable where the woman cuts off her hair, the gift of the magi? <laughs> I don't think she cuts her hair, doesn't... Or I thought it was called the Christmas shoes. <laughs> Whatever it is, my piece of shit entitled self is now... Wait, isn't the Christmas shoes where the dying boy buys his mother some shoes? I don't know. No. <laughs> anyway, thank you, Mitra. Can I... We need to start with... We've, it's been such a big week. You know, we had the premiere of Atlanta. And what I want to say is, we talked a little bit about this, that the gals were having to do their own photo shoots, like things I never want to hear or, or think about. They're too unthinkable. But then for this premiere to come out, it's like, wait a minute, this was incredible. It kind of, sn- I feel like Atlanta kind of snuck up on us and now here we are and things are crackling again. What did you think, Mitra? Well, I'll say it definitely did not sneak up on me because I had it in my calendar and I have had <laughs> the <eye> alarm <laughs> set. <laughs> Since I found out, I was frantically Googling for like months being like, when's it coming back? So when I finally got the news into the G-Cal, it went. Um, Did you have it like at the part where it's like all day event or you put it in the exact time? Well, I had the exact time. <laughs> well, yeah. Wow. Wow. I'm, it's religious. And I was so happy. I was also like, the the level that I was on was insane because I met, I, I she's probably been on the podcast before, you know, Megan Gailey. 
Um, if she hasn't, she should be. She's no, so obsessed so, with Housewives. No. Okay. She oh, just I'm had kidding. a she's so funny. And she just had a kid and I was meeting the oh. kid less than okay. a week old that night. And we watched Housewives while I held her newborn child. <laughs> that feels right. That feels great. I feel like with a newborn, the the only bomb and obviously you're excited about your baby, but is to to watch Housewives. <laughs> it was wow. incredible. I was like, I've never it was it was a combination of emotions I've never felt, but I was laughing out loud. I was so happy to see them again. I kept turning to her and being like, they're just so beautiful. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so fucking funny. They're funny. Uh, just they're genuinely funny. Like, yes. you know, other cities were just laughing at them. And of course, are we laughing, you know, with these at these gals? Yes, but they are funny. I was just saying when they were on the couch in the beginning and Sheree was like, let's just say it was quick, talking about her husband, like her boyfriend coming instantly. (laughs) (laughs) I was laughing like I was with friends. Like, ah! (laughs) And then when Sheree said he loves this WAP, and then (laughs) when Marlo made me die when we were in that same scene, and basically she was like, well, you just, you know, Candy was like, well, Todd and I aren't having like sex that much. And and Marlo's like, you just turn over and just lie there and like let him, you know, just give it to you. Like I was dying. It was like she was just basically saying like, just be like a dead rat and just let yeah. him like, <laughs> I was dying. I was, I was like, I'm so happy to be with my girlfriends, relaxing, like talking about sex with our husbands and boyfriends. Now, and why won't Sheree have? Sex with her gentleman that has been in prison for some time. Good question. I decided because I was like, because Candy was like shocked. Like, why? They all were shocked. They were all shocked. Um, I decided that she's like, I want us to. I mean, I think she was like, I want us to have this emotional relationship now that he's out of prison. But isn't that that all they've had? Isn't that the whole thing? That's what I mean. Like, (laughs) isn't that kind of where they've been? I don't know. Or maybe she wants him to build up a stamina. I don't know, but that would, it would seem he needs to build up Santa by having sex. I just feel like these women could, if you imagine sitting around with a group of women in like real life, they would be like, oh, okay. These women are like, he's going to fuck someone else. You better get (laughs) out there. You will lose him. It's like, they're definitely like speaking truths to each other. Now, speaking of Sheree, the intro that they gave Sheree, a queen (laughs) intro. Although she was for her course to be at her athleisure. Not she by Sheree. By the way, that Instagram account exists. I follow it. No posts. No posts. (laughs) We have yet to get any she by Sheree. She looked like she was in just like some like Lululemon camo. And they're just doing a slow-mo walk of her, basically like mocking her non-she by Sheree. And we don't see who she is. It was glorious. And then just giving quotes of like things she said in the past, <laughs> like just like, just like yes. held to the no, held to the, like just different she by Sheree quotes, like just what an entrance, what a re-entrance, a re-re-entrance. Sheree is doing what Heather Dubro thinks she is doing, I feel. <gasps> wow. I feel. <laughs> Look, these opinions are just hers. They're not the opinions of the podcast. No, I'm kidding. I agree with you. One million percent. Casey turns like, off the camera, leaves the room. Yeah. <laughs> I won't have you disrespect 
Put some respect on Heather's name, please. No, Terry's bro is going to show up at your house with a leather jacket and a shotgun. A rock-hard leather jacket. (laughs) The hardest leather jacket. I can't believe he can even move his arms. The the thickness of the leather jacket. It's got to be like an inch thick. Yeah, it just stands up when he takes it off. You're absolutely right. And he wears it seasonally, like every season. I don't know what season we're in in OC because he's always in a leather jacket. (laughs) Now, I felt Sheree looked a little different. And I don't know if that's just, you know, the the hands of time. And I don't know if that's, we've been under uh, a doctor's care. You know, I just felt there were some (laughs) augmentations there. And really? I could be I wrong, you know? These are just that, musings. Maybe I didn't okay, Nobody's agreeing with that. that. I don't, I, I, it didn't strike me the okay. way that, say, Taylor's, but it's been longer since I've seen Taylor's. So yeah, just heard. slight. I just felt like, oh, I haven't seen my friend in An a upgrade. while. And like, is something a little different? I did like the the word edges, the way that it was almost like I watch what happens live when they're like, now when we say that word, you take a shot. <laughs> the way edges just permeated our storyline so beautifully. You know, we have Drew. First of all, her, her tagline. Her tagline. <laughs> I keep you on the edges of your, of your seat. <laughs> love like, it. Stop. Love <laughs> it. Beautiful. I, I love, love Drew. Then I we love have Drew. Marlo's discussion of her edges and how she's gotten a hair transplant. Loved that. It was just very edges forward in a beautiful yes. way. And I let's talk about Marlo and her peach, guys. <sighs> I mean, wow. It, deserve, the most deserved peach in all the world. Like someone who has basically had a peach but finally got the peach. It felt right. I almost like was in, like I was Me so too. happy she got that peach. Like it felt good. Yes. I was relieved. We can, I was just like, first of all, she's contributed so much. Second of all, we can finally stop talking about it. <laughs> she did it. Yes. It just felt like every single year it's like, yeah, she should. So when? <laughs> so and I also, when? Yes. I also feel like the women have used that against her for so long. And I feel like yeah, they've now like they weaponized her that. lack of yes. a peach. Yes. And I feel like they don't have that weapon in their arsenal. They're going to have to find something else. Now, They're will finding they find things. that? <laughs> will they find it in her new business venture? Seems, I think they'll do just fine. That <laughs> seems a archive gave us enough. You know, I did. And I, you know, I don't mean to to, to throw this out here, but I, I did have to text Andy today. And I said, look, I know you have a baby daughter. And that's so wonderful. <laughs> but so I got to tell you, I'm loving Marlo with a peach. <laughs> and I said, thank you. And he, you know, Rebecca and was like yeah yeah baby but yes it's wonderful to see marlo like she's she's living her her truth i feel like yes yeah. no, she's great yeah. now what do we think of her fashion rental <laughs> rent the run high end rent the runway the archive um where are we how are you mitra where are you with this if i had a reason to be in atlanta i would go and touch everything me too that's how i feel would you rent I think I look bad in any article of formal clothing. <laughs> I just don't, I don't have the face, the the vibe for couture. So I don't think it's for me. <laughs> Every time I put on something fancy, I'm like, I don't know, not quite. And I just think there's nothing there for me. But I but do. But what wanna... if Marlo could get you there? <laughs> I welcome that. <laughs> you know, like maybe that's 
her business. We don't really know what her business no, is. No, I have questions about the business, mm-hmm. okay? And they had these questions too. <laughs> so I feel and like. And you know, I, are... I was very confused. I was texting you. You were very confused, Casey. And I felt <laughs> like I had to set you straight because Casey's like, this is a perfect idea. Oh my God, never has like the woman met the moment, met the fashion. Like, this is the perfect I was like, finally, idea. you have a housewife whose business is right, and the housewife is the right person to do it. This is all success. And you were like, this is going to be a success. This is a formula. Like, I really, Casey was like all in on the business. She wanted to invest. Like, <laughs> what <you're>... is it? <laughs> yeah. And that was like our first hint whiff of the idea. And then I started drilling down on some details. One being, they only have one size, as you said, Danielle, Marlowe's size. It's Marlowe's size. So it's very specific business. <laughs> Like, yeah. because I know that they're like fashion houses in LA. <laughs> and they it's do so it. insane. <laughs> so that's, a sp- you know, it's like, I don't care. So that's just really cutting off a lot of your customer base. <laughs> Okay, you have to be, first of all, a celebrity, a person in the industry. Yes, you have to be a celebrity. Actively in the industry also. You have to have a full full show your SAG card at the door. Actually show to Drew, who is like an active member of the industry. But then you have to be Marlowe's size. Then you have to be able to afford $3,500 you know, a day for I think it was more. I think that's, it was more than five. Well, that it day. depends, Danielle, on the like sliding scale, you know, of the of what she paid for the outfit. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, I think you have to pay like one fourth of the price of the outfit. Wasn't for one that day. something like for one day, like each day? So if you rent it for four days, you're paying for the outfit. That's right, Danielle. Right, <laughs> so right, like, but right. Does she give up the outfit at that point? Is it like right the runway where so. you can eventually buy it? I don't believe so. Because then this how would she wild. make money off of it? <laughs> I don't know why it never occurred to me that it was all clothes that just fit her. <laughs> That's me. That was the same with Casey. Yeah, I was the one that had to point that. it out. Which was I like, honestly I... have not laughed so hard <laughs> when I heard it and I put it together. It's like, so she also spent all that money to have someone come the way, you know, like the kind of at the Met, they have the costume <laughs> thing with like these pieces almost like embalmed. <laughs> <laughs> then no one there knew they were for rent. Just like the first premise, <laughs> nobody knew. People were like, sorry, so are we buying these? Is there? It was just so good. Right. And it's like, of course she didn't do a runway because like it, she could only be the one to do the runway. Or like she'd have to find only people that fit in the clothes. She couldn't find models. <laughs> just very specific. You have to be specific. And you can't yes. take it in. I feel like I'm 15 pounds away. I'm 15 pounds away from being a customer. If I get can get down a little, I think I'm the right height and bosom. We have to change ourselves to get into Marlowe's. I am down. And she's not gonna and she's not gonna hem anything Stitch. or take in or take out. You can't because <laughs> not a panel will be put in, not a zip. Not nothing. She's not gonna take those hems up. Like that's just not gonna happen. And so you know like, if you, you were ha- like, oh God, Marlo, I should, I'm so sorry, I need this one more hour. She'd be like, it's like <laughs> no. Cinderella and the fucking like oh, dress. No she will tear it off you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, but I also have like such a love for Marlo, like seeing her with her nephews. Uh, uh, that was, was really all- sweet. Yeah. And in theory, it's a great business. But when you get down to brass tacks, I'm saying it's just a little more specific. Okay, so just yesterday, I went to this place called Albright. Yes, <laughs> now I've when been I there. heard La Cive, I thought 
you know, for a second, it was like, oh, she's doing, this is where I thought, Danielle, she was doing what yes. our, what Albright does in LA, which is for people similarly in the industry or what have you. And it's this gorgeous, I mean, house in, in Beverly Hills that is so gorgeous with the most gorgeous dresses from designers in all sizes. Yes. That's that you rent for a fraction of the price and there's a stylist there that helps you. That is what I thought Marla was doing. And I thought this is great. But that is I not really what thought it she is. was doing Rent the Runway. <laughs> and she is, but it's it is. Rent I, my I, runway. I, yes. Rent my runway. And it also is with the Albright House. You I went there for my Oscar dress. Um, Abby Arad, our stylist, who's or my stylist who's amazing, um, took me there. I'd never been there before. It was incredible. And what you get is an outfit, shoes, a bag, and jewelry, all for a price. But you can you can rent it for like a week. Like I had mine for a week. Yeah, it's a and they week. also took it in for me. And you know what I'm saying? And you're also getting it. You can have it for a little while. So like if we were to do Marlo's thing, like per day, it's our third. Like it's I blockbuster. Yeah. If I go to Atlanta, <laughs> I will go and rent something. Like maybe it's a t-shirt or... <laughs> Little something. I definitely want to go. I would yes. love to go. <laughs> definitely want to go. Honestly, <laughs> she just just charge people to walk in because I do think we all want to. She go. should because I would like to go. I would pay a cover to just go look at everything. I truly I would. Pay, would. Let's say Marlo, you could charge twenty five dollars, and I will <laughs> go in and look. I, I think that that's that's more than most museums, guys. I paid less to go to the Met. You know. <laughs> yep, that's absolutely right. Now, can we talk about? Drew. <sighs> Drew's marriage, Drew's wow. new business. And what I'll say is last year when we met Drew, she was in the postpartum throes. I just felt her energy was was what mine was. It's just like, poor. I felt so bad for her. It's like her husband's possibly cheating. She's just had a baby. She's like now on a television show. And now she seems much peppier, like up, ready for the challenge. And yet Ralph is still <laughs> felling us. Okay. And then we have, drop it with Drew. Okay. I mean, you know, and then we have this new character, Sonia, who... Olympian. Olympian, who works out with Drew immediately on the heels of Drew explaining her worldwide business, fitness business. And she says, how are we dropping it with Drew if Drew can't drop into a squat? And I said, Sonia, (laughs) welcome to the franchise. (laughs) I know. I was really like, that's mean. I'm glad. I love it. I'm happy. (laughs) Sonia and her athlete husband, both of them athletes, I'm very into them. Already excited about what they're bringing to the franchise. Yes. Ralph makes me sick. There's never been a more, I mean, not never, but I am like. like, There's always been. (laughs) There's always been. There's always been. There always will be. But he is is top tier worst. Yeah. He's horrible. And actually, Drew seems to roll with it pretty well. Like. At points, she's like laughing with the gals when they're asking what he said to the massage therapist. She was like, exactly. I know. That's what I said. I'm like, I don't know what's going on there, but I, I feel for her. I hate when he smiles. Like, I, like, <laughs> I, like every time he smiles, I know he's going to do something bad. Like, or like when he comes in, it's like he's like on his little charm offensive thinking he's like smarter than everyone. Yes. And everyone thinks they're going to like outsmart everyone. I'm, I like, it makes my blood boil. You feel it. I do too. It's just, you know, when he like, he does that thing where treats her really well. He's like super polite and then, but does rotten stuff. Like it's just, it gets, it makes my hair stand up a little because I, I mean, he's, she still doesn't know what he was doing in Tampa. Like we still haven't gotten to the root of that. Like that feels like a huge thing that like, how can we continue if we still don't know what, what was happening in Tampa? 
And the way he talks about her to other people, it makes me really sad. Yes. She's a sweet person. I love her. I, I do too. She's gorgeous. I really, really like her. mom. I do too. Kenya Moore was, uh, of course, making me die in the upcoming, <laughs> in the upcoming, I think it was Sonia that said, I can read everyone here all at once. And Kenya said, you got to be able to read everyone first. No. You've, or you like, you've got to be able to read everyone. Kenya's one-liners just keep coming. So funny. Just a, a comedian. A, a comedian. <laughs> yes. And looks amazing. Watching, at the oh, she party. looks incredible. Yes. With that purple eyeshadow and the white. Everybody looked gorgeous this whole episode. Candy at um, Drew's house. I just with that like, off the shoulder. Gorgeous. She looks gorgeous. Everybody looked beautiful. I just kept saying that. Oh, the whole episode was like beautiful, beautiful. Everyone beautiful. <laughs> just <laughs> mwah, mwah, mwah. beautiful, beautiful. Except for Ralph, of course. Oh, of Ralph. Course. But how cute is little Brooklyn? Oh my God, I can't get enough of Brooklyn. I'm no, just. Does seem Kenya's striking up with her dance partner. Is that what we're to understand? <laughs> when he was in the house, I was like, why is he in the house? And I'm like, did someone explain this? What's like, what's happening? I felt there was a real connection between the two of them. I felt there was a palpable heat between the two of them. Okay. Yes. But there was another person that seemed to have a palpable heat with the camera, and that was an assistant named Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> when Anthony made his debut at Drew's and when he opened, flung open the door and gave that monologue to, to was it to Candy? Absolutely was- scripted to Candy because Candy was looking at him like, uh-huh. <laughs> so I think we were being treated to a one-off because let's be honest, in Atlanta, some of the our more kind of side characters in the male department have had a similar energy, I think. I want to say over the, historically. And... I thought this was a one-off, like he just wants to be on camera, you know? But then in upcoming, we find out that he is both Drew's assistant and Sheree's. (laughs) (laughs) Talk about a recurring guest star. What in the world? (gasps) Imagining like what he must be getting asked to do (laughs) also. (laughs) That job, I mean, that like... That level of access, I'm so jealous. I tried really hard uh, via social media to get a job transcribing for the Housewives a few years ago. It didn't work, but I really, really wanted to transcribe raw footage. (laughs) Wait a minute. I can't believe you didn't get that job. This is a great place to offer that services right now. Yeah, that service. Yeah, tech avail, really, right? I feel like you have quite a career now. I don't know if you have the, t- the time. I say I was fully staffed on a show writing. No. I was <laughs> but I used to transcribe raw footage for a daily show and like a bunch of like Comedy Central shows. So all their footage, I would just write out what people said because I'm a really fast typer. Sorry to brag. And wow. yeah, this is a space we want to celebrate women here. Yeah. <laughs> women in STEM. Um, and <laughs> Transcribing housewives staff. <laughs> That's like when at NYU my science was that I had to take for a credit for acting was broadcast journalism. <laughs> They're like, all right, that's your science. No, my science at NYU too, when I had to take a science was just like creating a web page for my for myself. <laughs> <laughs> and I did not finish school. <laughs> okay, Mitra. I think like women in STEM. It's like that's the type of STEM I can really get behind for my daughter. <laughs> and nobody got back to you. Someone was like, you really don't want to do this. <laughs> someone wow. replied to me. That was the only noteworthy reply was someone was like, my friend does this. You don't want to do this. And I was like, I do. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> but I do. I want to see the moment 
when they like sit down at the table and they like the 30 seconds before they get into the thing that they're being told to say when they're like, yes. And I was, um, shit, I was actually walking over. Where were you last night? Like, like yeah. just the stumble into it. <sighs> All the moments where they're producing themselves or being produced, I would give anything to do it. You would, <laughs> you want to live in that kind of gray stumble zone. Well, Casey's so always dreamed of being an extra in Housewives. Scene. Just like, at the she, table. She's next. tried too. Like I've we tried. have tried to go in through like casting and been like, can we just like sit in the back? Honestly, and it's not about like pulling focus. I just want to sit at the table next to them and talk low, you know, with the I have my own menu and I'm just sitting there. And that's Wait, it. Sutton's having an event on Thursday. Where? Um, at her store. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm trying. Gonna, <laughs> I'm heading to Matt McConkie's wedding, but it does feel like I could skip that for that. <laughs> <laughs> I think even Matt McConkie would be like, this is more important. Mitch, I feel like-, like you could be a very wonderful, and I'm anointing you, not that you've asked, to be a correspondent for us. You know, yeah. if, if you, you could get in, we would love to yeah. touch down. I will, I will gladly. I, I just know I'm trying really hard. <laughs> My friend got invited. And and so I immediately like was like emailing everyone I've ever met being like, you have to get me in. <laughs> I'll go alone. I'll go at any time. I'll be there for five minutes. I don't care. I just want to be there. I love your tenacity. I really <laughs> I feel am. like you've really tried to get in through various outlets of the Housewives universe and you've been told a lot of no's and you're inspiring. Really keeping me out. <laughs> <laughs> they really don't want you. You're inspiring. You're inspiring. Speaking of invites, can we talk about the invite to Marlo's? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Woman. The funniest show on TV. <laughs> it's the funniest show. It's like, I don't need your late nights, okay? No, I don't. <laughs> Take your monologues and shove them, you fucking white men. This is what I want. Are we comedy writers? Yes, we are. Like, and like, and yet, like, this is better than anything I could come up with. And that's oh my God. A-, a woman, a beautiful woman holding beautiful. a laptop with the logo taped to the laptop. Did you see that when she closed the laptop? <laughs> <laughs> not even a case just <laughs> yeah like I would have appreciated because the invitation was or, or I guess invitation is a hard word to say like the video of Marlo inviting them was on the computer but I would have liked to see the computer on more of like a platter or like you know a little more elevated even like an iPad where it's like you don't just see the keys or something like that like it just felt like <laughs> Yeah, seeing the keys was tough. I felt like I saw like smudges, you know, from like right. fingers. And also, why not just send it through the ma- like well, email? Well, Danielle, Sorry. <laughs> Danielle, if you, if you peel that, if you peel, if you pull that thread, Danielle, this is a visual medium. I mean, so I loved the idea of this gal, but like, why couldn't she just invite them? <laughs> Yeah, you know, like, threads. Right, but like she's putting she's putting dresses on things. <laughs> now I know for a I mean, with all due, like that model that did not rent from La Hive. Yes. Well, because she's not the same size. Well, that's what I mean. <laughs> she's a, you know, a model and six feet yes. and yes, gorgeous. Well, when Kenya goes, when Kenya starts laughing, Kenya always calls him like she sees him. And Kenya oh. just looks at this poor woman and goes, It's kind of cheap. And the woman goes, oh, well, oh, that's not nice. With the most genuine, <laughs> her face fell when she said, that's not nice. I literally, like, a tear came to my eye. And Kenya's like, sorry. 
just telling you. <laughs> I was like, you sh- you can't say it to her. She's like, she didn't do anything. She looked like, am I allowed to say anything? I'm just supposed to present this fucking weird video. <laughs> I'm not being paid to speak on the show. Yeah. <laughs> that's not very nice. I was oh like, oh. Oh, God. That was so perfect. It that's was just a perfect, perfect <laughs> episode of television. Wait, who said this line? I just wrote it down, but I don't know who said it. <laughs> Go ahead. Get your house pressure washed. <laughs> it's the best insult I've ever heard. Wasn't that Sheree saying that about Kenya? Or no. I thought it was Marlo, but Oh, maybe it was. I think I think Someone... I just thought that because they're maybe because they're neighbors, but I I can't I didn't write down who said it, but I just said this is the best insult I've ever heard. <laughs> it was so specific. So, so specific. I had to be like, did I hear it right? It was so good. I was like, and then I was like, I definitely need my house pressure washed. <laughs> like, I didn't okay. know you could get a house pressure washed. <laughs> How about when Candy Burr said the following about poor Drew, who was having them taste her frozen weight, you know, kind of kind of weight loss meals, much like Shannon Bedore has done in the past. And, you know, Drew said, I had a mommy makeover, but I've also lost weight. And then Bravo slams her by putting her body on the screen and saying how much she really lost. I was like, this is wild. But glossing over that. And then Candy just comes on and she's quiet, staring right into frame of the testimonial. And she said... You had a mommy makeover, but you still thick. Oh! <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! I Everyone couldn't believe what I was hearing. It was so good. So, so horrible. Relentless. This episode. Relentless. I. I did. This episode did give me hope that Candy is going to have a really, like, a, a more like, I don't know, a, a bigger season than recent seasons past. I felt like she was weighing in 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 ways that she normally doesn't, and not just You're like kind of absolutely right. Like normally she'll she'll give like the like sort of side eye that I love so much, but then not really say anything. In this episode, she was like making really funny, snarky comments. Everyone I was, like, was so. I funny. wonder if Candy felt because she, she you're so right. She felt like more dialed in to me than she has, and I wonder if that's she was kind of like okay, Cynthia's gone, Portia's gone, the mantle is sort of on me now as the OG to kind of carry things because I thought she did it beautifully. And can I also say, until this minute, right before you said Portia's gone, I forgot about Portia. And I never thought I would fucking say that in my life, you guys, because Portia has been my lifeblood for the past like 10 seasons or whatever. And for me to not even remember her as I'm watching, I'm enjoying it so fucking much. And they're all being so smart and so funny. And I mean, that says something about the weight that each of these women carry. I felt relieved to not have to deal with the drama of Portia's relationship on the show, which I I was really disappointed when it first was happening that like we wouldn't get to talk about it. And this one, I really was like, I'm glad. I want to talk about other stuff. Now I've sat here and listened to you two say this. And (laughs) (laughs) I think I've sat pretty patiently. Um, (laughs) Across all my notes, I have multiple times. Where's Portia? I miss Portia. And I know where she is. <laughs> like, <laughs> I miss Portia. I miss Portia. I did not miss Cynthia at all. Oh, I didn't miss. I didn't even think about Cynthia. I think she had, she was, she felt so unhappy on Ultimate Girls Trip that I was, I felt that I was like, time off will be good. <laughs> I think she had, it was like a very complete run that we witnessed her through so much. And now to me, she found like, I don't know, this ending and I, I, it felt right that she's not there in the way yeah. that like 
With Dorinda, you're like, oh, that was abrupt. And God, now I'm going to see more of her messy chaos in this. You know, we're not done because she's like mid. But with Cynthia, it feels feels right. It feels like a beginning, middle, and end. For yeah, yeah, but in a nice way, yeah. But guys, what I also felt about Atlanta, and I really realized this time, is because we're so lucky to have them. Because in other cities, if we don't have a plot, if we don't have story, like in Beverly Hills, we saw when we don't have story, when we don't have Erica Jane, like, and, you know, Tom Girardi, like fucking being a criminal mastermind, like we didn't have, all we had was Lucy, Lucy, apple juicy. You know what I mean? (laughs) And that was so fucking boring. But with Atlanta, what we have is just these women's personalities. So I don't know what we have in store for the season. I don't know what the plot is, but we're so lucky to have them because we can... They can make something literally out of nothing. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) You're absolutely right, Danielle. God. There's one image from Beverly Hills that uh, I know we're not talking about them, but I think about it all the time, which is just they were all sitting on a side of a table where they were all, they're all sitting on one side of the table because they wanted really good light. And there was one person (laughs) who didn't get the memo. (laughs) And I think... No. I I can't remember who it was. I'd have to look back and see, but... All of the women clearly are sitting on the side where their places are getting blasted by sunlight. And then one woman isn't. But it's like a picnic table. So it's like... (laughs) Because you know what? They... And I've been saying this, and I love Beverly Hills. Don't get me wrong. But it's so produced. The women never drop their guard. And in Atlanta, they're just like, we have the fashions that you have. We have, you know... But we're going to have fun also. We're also here to have fun, but we're also don't care in a way how we come off when we feel things. We're just going to say what we feel. And it's just so much more uninhibited in a great way. Well, and then things get resolved quicker and you can move on to more fun stuff and then get in more fights and then move on to more. Like, it's just like the way things get dragged out on other cities. Like, it just doesn't happen like that there. And if it does happen in Atlanta, it's like, please, because it's, you know, it's something really good. Really good. Like, like we were for three or four weeks with Bolo and that drama. But it felt, you know what I mean? Like that. We could have spent three years with Bolo and I never wanted to do They should have brought Bolo. I hope they bring him to Bluestone Manor. If he came out, oh. I don't know if they're going to pay for him to fly from Atlanta. I'll pay for him to fly for Atlanta. I will too. I will take a collection. I'll just pay for it. Like <laughs> all of us are supplementing Bravo's income. We're like, we're gonna pay to be, be, visit Marlo's clothes. We're gonna like, we're so willing to throw our money at Bravo. You it's know, incredible. I was at this like uh, kind of school party, and this one dad said to me, like a little condescending, kind of was just like, "Yeah, I what's funny about the housewives?" Which I was just like, I really can't take this on right now. I, but <laughs> then I go, I thought somewhere after like four Margaret's like, I'm gonna tell him about a scene. And I don't know why I did, but I took him through and I'm, I tell him all about Bolo. And then I go, and you know how that scene was buttoned, sir? I go with a woman in a shield, Portia, going to take a shot and knocking it against her shield. <laughs> so I go, so, sir, yeah, it is funny. And he goes, wow, that sounds really funny. And I'm like, yes, these are comedies. Yes, Fucking Ramona idiot. Mispronoun- saying rage over and over again. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Them showing the raw footage of Kim Zolciak singing and not hitting a single note for a relentless five minutes. It's, I mean, it's proof to the, you guys, but they're showing the countess making her, What do I want for Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> Just like that. Oh if I could have transcribed that, <laughs> you would never oh. hear from me again. <laughs> you would just be, Danielle, maybe we should. 
Tell me, Cho, what we have been up to. Speaking of what do I want for Christmas? <laughs> what have I waited for? We have a live show coming up next week. Guys, next, next week. Thursday night. Next Thursday. I think it's Thursday the 12th. Seamless um, plug. Looped.com um, <laughs> again. Um, Looped.com. But, but we just filmed a video where we <laughs> did a green screen where we did insert ourselves into that song. <laughs> what do I want for Christmas? What's that line? It's like, what am I going to wear? How am I going to do my hair? Like, it's like a really <laughs> fast like, part. <laughs> yeah. like, they, none you, of them can, oh, you've God. never seen a smaller <laughs> ring. Yeah. <laughs> it's so many syllables. She can't, and nothing rhymes. Like, per, like it's so, odd. like the things that she makes rhyme. What's the part? We did the part also where they're around the globe and they're pointing on the globe. <laughs> And we've inserted ourselves in a, you know, in a few songs. And Danielle, I won't say what costume Danielle's wearing for the uh, New Jersey Nashville number, but it is no, a wow. Yes, yes, that. <laughs> it's a wow, guys. All of us are putting everything out there. I put everything out there. Danielle's putting a lot out there. <laughs> so you know, look, seamless plug, but it just, it did feel right. You know, we were talking about that. It did feel that. right. If we're talking Gorgeous about song. that, we. Oh my gosh! Wow, we got to take a break and come back with. New Jersey. So we're back with Jersey. Now, when I was watching New Jersey, I had su- it was such a tough day yesterday because everything came out about the Supreme Court um, overturning Roe v. Wade, and I was just in such a bad place. Like I just felt really hopeless, and I. To watch the women of New Jersey screaming at each other, screaming in decibels you've never heard, I thought to myself, I'm so happy right now. Like, I was just so happy to watch the hem. And I thought to myself, if if people against abortion could just watch this, they would see maybe they'd be in favor of abortion. <laughs> I want you on the Senate floor. (laughs) I do too with clips with with Danielle. Just like look at the people. (laughs) Some people deserve to be aborted. (laughs) And like that's not look, is that although I'm glad those particular gals know only because I want to see them. Yes, I need them, but But I just like if there's ever been like there's many reasons for the right and the left were so far from each other and it's so hard to bridge the aisle. Just meet. <laughs> but I do think we could bridge the aisle over housewives uh, making Republicans finally understand that some do need to be aborted. That's right, Danielle. <laughs> Thank you for that. You know, look, it's am I going to get blowback? Maybe. But guys, like, I, I, it was the perfect salve for me. Like, it gave me a boost to kind of like, okay, I can start, I can start the fight again tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, it just sure. it buoyed me to like, okay, I know what I'm fighting for. <laughs> you know? Oh my God. Okay. Oh, wow, Danielle. <laughs> you are so funny. Oh. But it Mitra, was, yeah, I needed it. Where what are you? you? What did you, where are you with Jersey, Mitra? So this is my first full season watching Jersey. I had seen other episodes and I'm currently starting from the beginning. So I'm on season two now. Wow. Um Good for and you. And I'm, I'm having an amazing time with the early seasons. Um, You're seeing like so many different 
Wow, you're seeing wow. different husbands, different hair cells, different noses. You're seeing a you're hairless re- cat. <laughs> <laughs> you're seeing Danielle Staub. Like, you're really. Yeah, my things. friend got me um, Cop Without a Badge. It came in the mail with n- <laughs> no note, just uh, on my doorstep one day. <laughs> Wait, you know Danielle dropped that off herself. She flew out here and she dropped it. Like, that 100% that hands. was Danielle. SNL Sarah Sherman sent me that book because I said I was watching New Jersey unprompted. Um, <laughs> is she a Housewives fan? Yes. Yeah. Huge. Okay. I will another person anything to have her on this podcast. I think I'll, she I'll is tell her. so She's- <laughs> divine, honestly. It's the only word I can use. And that's like a word my father would say, but she really is. She's she so really, really is. Incredible on SNL. I, I tip my fucking hat to her. <laughs> well, wow. I'm glad that she has good reading taste. Well. I haven't read it yet, but I uh, will find the Danielle pages. But it's Danielle like passages. having Xanax in your cabinet. It's like, it's not about necessarily reading it or taking it. It's just nice to know it's there. <laughs> I love looking at it. I love knowing that I'm a person that owns Cop Without a Bed. <laughs> You're one of like 40. Can you imagine, and I would hate to imagine a world where you had perished, but someone's going through your house who like, who wants Cop Without a Badge? <laughs> I'm going to will it to someone. Maybe me, like, me. Feels like Sarah. Okay, oh, yeah. You don't think Sarah already doesn't have a copy? Right. Maybe Danielle and I will pull, rip it in half. <gasps> yeah. Yes. But I <laughs> God forbid us. that world will never exist. Um. <laughs> I don't have a will, which I probably should, but yes. that's going to be in there. <laughs> Everything else will go to my brother and sister. You know, actually, this, this episode of Bitch Sash is my living will. <laughs> I was just thinking that, but I was like... It'll okay. hold up in a court of law. I'll remember I remember okay. that. Here's I'll what get I want. It to your family. Here's what Go I want. Ahead. Do not revive. <laughs> do not resuscitate. Done. Done. Oh, yeah. Do not resuscitate. But after um, how long are we keeping you? Mm, let me go whenever. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let so me like go whenever. What? So, like, one, you're down. You're I'm down, down, and no one's I'm even going to start CPR. Now, what if someone's okay. like, we think she might? No, you're no. down. No, no. I let it go. Um, okay. <laughs> Okay, what okay. else? Everything else goes to my brother and sister, but you guys split cops out of <laughs> Wonderful. Wow. Wonderful. I was going to ask, do I get the, the front half or the back half? But I know you know the story, Danielle, about what my dad said. At my mother's grave, there was a, there's a plot next to my mother's grave for him in the future, which I know is odd, but it is there. So it just says Paul Wilson, like his birth age and then a dash that hasn't been felt like chiseled. And so he goes, well, since I remarried, you know, I don't know who I'm going to be buried with. He goes, I guess I'll have to split my body. Who gets the bottom half? (laughs) Okay, So they're going to be fucking you in your bones? In heaven? I was like, I guess I'll have to make that decision. (laughs) Oh. I love your father. Yeah. Love him, a treasure. Who gets now, the bottom half? <laughs> New Jersey. Now, like I said, I had been on a real Teresa chain train. Mm-hmm. But when she said, you know, <laughs> when she was talking about their wedding, a Melissa and Joe's wedding, she's like, well, good sister-in-law wouldn't have had the wedding until I had my baby. I was like, what? <laughs> she also has a million kids. It's she so was like, I, a, a good sister-in-law, I, I, I was going to have a baby in a month. They like, hate each she, other. It's they so... They hate each other. And so they're taking each other's anger out. It's like, Teresa knows she can't fully go for Melissa, so she's going for Marge. And then, you know, what's her name? Melissa's just going for Jen. 
and and like it's a weird thing where they both get mad at them for defending Teresa and Melissa when it's like really they just want to fucking kill each other. Yeah. And Melissa's go using this thing I do think about the bridesmaid. It's like she wouldn't want Teresa to be her bridesmaid, no, I don't think. No, she wouldn't. And she wouldn't have Teresa as her bridesmaid. But maybe she would know. have done it. I could see her just doing it for like appearances or whatever, but boy is she using this oh, milk in so it for happy. All it's worth. She's yeah. so happy. She actually Teresa would have made her less happy if she had made her the bridesmaid because yes, now yes. Melissa has She's loving something. It. And yes. she is loving it. This is ammunition. <laughs> She's loving it. <laughs> Sorry. I want to hear her sing that. Uh, she can't. Oh my God. Her singing the song. Like, <laughs> when she's like, oh, and like looks at everyone. It's like, this is me. And they this are is what I do. So impressed. And everyone is just like dead faced. Yes, no we know. Like, that is not a run. What do you think about Tree and Melissa? Micha. I, uh, okay. Similarly about uh, the the bridesmaid stuff I thought was like so weird and forced. I I way I felt way more bad for Dolores with uh, the bridesmaid stuff. All that stuff about the couple. Like I could I just felt like she really was hurt. And I had this like Melissa was like, You're not hurt. You hate each other. Shut up. All of you shut up. I'm so tired of hearing them yell at each other. Even after just one season of watching them yell at each other, I'm like. What, although I will say when Melissa said that she doesn't ever want to hear the word analogy ever again, I did laugh. She really doesn't make me laugh very often, but I was laughing. No. <laughs> no. She doesn't make me ha. No. She doesn't make me go ha. I'm like her husband, my favorite comedian. Love him. Well, he's on tour. Like him and him and what's his name? Dolores' ex-husband and fucking oh, yeah. Joe Benino. Like this, this tour. <laughs> Gentlemen. Danielle, someone came down to me really hard in my DMs and was like, I don't know what's happened to you, but for the past three months, every time you mean to say Joe Gorga, you're saying Joe Judice, although I've also been pronouncing it Judice. Just for like the last three months, I've had like a, a stroke and been doing that. He was just bad. like, I love you, but but please know. What's <laughs> get checked by your doctor. <laughs> yeah, like, are you okay? Um, I felt so sad for Dolores because she's so classy and she's so gracious. She's a graceful person. And so I think, and a prideful person. So I think she was, of course, like, I, I want her to be happy. And But you could just tell she was crushed. I thought for sure they were like, and I know some of the women maybe pretend to be closer than they really are, but I mean, aren't they like dear friends? She's been close with him forever. And also, like, to me, what that showed me, that's why I turned on Teresa, not because of the Melissa stuff particularly, but because of the Dolores stuff. Because I just felt like if if Teresa can turn on Dolores, she can turn on anybody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if she can throw her... Because Dolores didn't do anything wrong. She basically says, like, I call people as I see them. Like, I'm not going to let you get too far out of hand. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, she of course always, she didn't I, do anything wrong. Teresa's just punishing her for not having a boyfriend. Like, that's what it felt to me, yeah, too. Is like, this I is I thought couple. she was just like, she said something in the season that pissed Teresa off. Just something. Like, she didn't have her back fully. And I felt like they made an even trade, which was like, I'll let the comment you made about the dog kennel go if it, if you let the party go. Wow. Well, I just felt like she, I oh. didn't know that. I didn't think about that. I don't. It's just a uh, unspoken. I just think like Teresa lashes out about anything that anyone says about her, even if it's like a mile away from it being mean about her. And like for her to not react in any way to what Dolores was saying about like feeling so left out. It was like, wow, like Teresa knows she fucked up. And that's so rare. It's like, 
I just felt so sad. <laughs> I, like, yeah. I'm just so really comforted by Dolores. I was Me just too. Like, I think we oh, all like, are. And it's not like Dolores wouldn't go there, like was going to go there and be alone. It's like, it's one thing if it's like, oh, it's just like couples who we hang out. It's like you and Dolores who you hang out with. <laughs> like it's, she it's knows a party everybody. And she's friends and she could have brought her ex-husband too. Like, cause they're, they're at their who own. Who wouldn't want Dolores at any party, much less like a dear friend. Melissa was right when she was like, I was absolutely shocked she wasn't there. Me too. We all are. Now I was surprised to hear that Tree and uh, Jackie had gone golfing together off camera. <laughs> that must have been a day that was entirely small talk. Like imagining either of them, like <laughs> like asking another person a question or like having a deep, long conversation. <laughs> and just hearing Jen just say like straight up, my chin's out. Like that chin's gone. <laughs> the chin's gone. And everyone was like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Jen okay. came ready to fight, though. What she said to Dolores was a shock. Like, the fact that her and Dolores turned on each other so great when, when actually Dolores, and, like, and her misunderstanding of what Jackie was trying to do for her. She's like, oh, don't you think, Andy, that the reason she was so upset is because she had been through it? Like, and I was like, <laughs> no, I don't think, like, she was... <laughs> Like, she's such a piece of shit. I mean, I love her. Thank God for her on the show. <laughs> she's such a piece of shit. The amount of turning to Andy, like, and grabbing Andy that has been happening, because it happened at the OC reunion, too, of, like, with Heather being like, and I'm just going to say this one thing. And, like, the amount of that, I was like, you should be a little more embarrassed to do that, I feel. <laughs> yeah, know your place, actually. <laughs> when Teresa goes, though, when they're like, so what times have you stuck up for Melissa or whatever, like what? T- and she goes, oh, I don't know, like plenty. It's I'll roll the tape. <laughs> blackout. That was they. They served. There was like a, a there was a blackout because they couldn't find anything. There was no All the tape. people were in the server. Yeah, but they I love that she transcribed. Thinks- we're like, we don't remember anything. <laughs> but I, Mitra, I, like, Mitra. <laughs> if I had so been Mitra there, had been there, she would have had it keyed up. <laughs> oh but my god! It was funny that she doesn't understand after all these years, like how technology works. In the sense that, like, that's all done in post Teresa. So, like, they don't have it queued up. They don't know what's going to happen at this reunion. And Unless they've already said it in the thing. So they're not going to show something like they don't have like the tape of already course. to go. Yeah, they're and not so putting together a new like, clip package Yeah, in they don't time. have clip She's package. like, maybe they'll so help me out and throw me a bone so when like, they edit this. I don't want plenty of times. Roll the tape. <laughs> Roll, <laughs> like the editors are going to be like, let's find a really All flattering right, package. here we go. Oh. And go. It's like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Should we come back with a brief recap of the end of OC reunion? All right, we're back with OC. Look. (laughs) (laughs) Look. Look. (laughs) More footage to show Republicans. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It was just... They should just watch themselves. Yeah, it was so odd. And Noella is so odd. And Heather, you know, I just was like... Like I was saying with Atlanta, like even when we don't have story, we have we have little smaller stories that are still carrying me in personality and little fires of humor. And we just don't have that in OC. We just... When Shannon said that the doctor took more skin (laughs) off her neck than any neck he had ever seen before. (laughs) Uh, Why is he saying that to her? Isn't that mean? 
why is she saying that to us? And she said it like, isn't that amazing? <laughs> and it, like, it is. It's a medical marvel. <laughs> so proud. She's not one who's ashamed of like, who just like isn't putting out there. Like she had an Instagram post the other day. It was like, I got a cancerous mole removed. <laughs> Shannon, nobody wants to see this shit. <laughs> yeah, like Shannon doesn't know to be embarrassed about things, which is also a great housewife quality. Yeah, that's a gift. She'll get mad about stuff, but she, yeah, she'll just... She's still a great housewife. She's just not surrounded with people that are bringing out... Like, she has to bring out the best in herself, but we're not really giving her anyone to, like... Bounce off We thought Heather was going to be that, but she's not. Like, she's... she's, Heather and her made a huge fucking mistake, and I actually blame Heather for this, which is, like, you know where we've had the thing where it's, like, we love these two gals together, they're having fun, and then they don't get along, and it's, like, that just punishes us, and it punishes you. Not that they were even this, like, fun pair, but I think by them getting off on such a bad foot, it ultimately dragged down the season. Yeah, I think you're right because it was just like kind of depressing. Yeah. Like, depressing. What do you think, Micha, about Heather? I just like, I think I, I definitely relate to someone who is very tightly wound. Um, I feel that way also, but I don't think I would be on, good on a housewife show. And I don't think she's fun. Like, I, I just don't, there's nothing, like, she never lets her guard down. So I never feel, I, I don't believe her. I mean, I, I believe that, like, I believe she's a great mom. Like, I, I believe a lot of the stuff that she talks about, but I'm like, I don't care. I don't want to see it. Like, if you're not going to let yourself look bad and... That's how I feel about Rinna, honestly. Yes. I'm like, I, I just... I She never looks silly. Like, the, the best housewives to me are the ones who allow themselves to look silly. And, like, I feel like we're never going to see... Heather fall down into a bush or whatever. You know what I mean? Like she'd like kill someone before she let that happen. Yes, and yes. like, I want a housewife that's not falling into a bush. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> Me too. And where's the audio from what happened with Heather and the camera person? She took it off. I bet she took her audio off immediately. And I guess there was not a, a boom around okay. because she's too smart. She, yeah. Like she's not going to be like Part Lisa of Barlow in, in New Jersey. I mean, in... <sighs> Salt Lake. Sorry. San Diego. I can't talk today. I don't know where the fuck I am. But in Salt Lake City, like, she's too smart. She's too practiced. She's too much of an actress. She's too, like, she just knows too much. And you're, yeah, you're absolutely right, Mitra. It just boils down to, I think, Danielle, we've been circling wanting to say this, but not really finding the words. She's just not fun. Yeah. And you don't have to, not everyone is fun, but they're also not as good at producing themselves. So fun things still happen to them and around them and they have fun reactions. But Heather is like too, too with it. Like she just understands the machine too well. And like, I, I truly think that I would try to be like that if I were on that show. <laughs> like, I, oh, I, me I, like, too, of course. I, but I, but you know, that among 400 billion other reasons is why I will never be on those <laughs> and well, I you're not willing them. to wear couture from <laughs> yeah, La and, and you really just want to be you know typing what they say let's just be honest that's, that's my one you. my one ask um, that's your dying wish it feels like you're helping them so much that <laughs> I can't you. again believe <laughs> you were turned down well I would want to get paid to do it so maybe that's oh, why okay, they of don't want to do of it course, of course um but I, I have to say, when the women listed their hall passes, <laughs> I was crying. Gina going, Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Fallon. And everyone being like, what? 
the other gals weren't really on that frequency. No. With her. Like everyone else was kind of like, yeah, that milk, totally. Yeah. And yeah. for sure. Completely. Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> <laughs> You're number one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my God, Mitra. You've been an utter delight. Will you just tell us before we end about your show? Yes. Tell us where we can find it. Tell us what it is. What's it about? So it's an adult swim show called Three Busy Debras that is written by and starring and EP'd by my friends Sandy Honig, Alyssa Stonaha, and me. Mm. Um, and we our our new season is now out coming out. It's a show. It's so it's Three Busy Debras. We play three women who are all named Debra, and we're all really rich, and we get into a lot of activities together. <laughs> and it's <laughs> it. This is literally the most harmonious like show with our podcast. This is what. Yeah. Our listeners should be watching. (laughs) I am obsessed with that. How did it start? Did you guys do it as a stage show first? We did. We did it as a play. Uh, We it first we we improvised it at a UCB like open mic thing, Um, and then we were asked to do this like play show where people would write ten minute original plays, and we were like, you know, it was so fun when we actually all called each other Deborah, and we were all talking <laughs> about how busy we were. So it was like literally our first idea. We haven't <laughs> had a, a new idea since. When you find <laughs> when you find sometimes that works, the, yeah, sometimes the first idea is the best idea. <laughs> and you can also watch it on HBO Max. Yes, please. Um, but it's like I will say, yeah, for this show, if you like The Housewives, it is like very. It's just an absurdist kind of send up of that kind of show and that kind of world and. It's really silly. And it's speaking of falling down, that is the thing that my dad exclusively laughs at. He doesn't really laugh very much when he watches the show, but when I fall down, he is laughing. He loves it. <laughs> Love that. He uh, loves it. Now, did you want to leave anything in your will to your dad? I'm just hearing brother, no, sister. I'm not well, hearing I just anything. Think, I think my brother and sister are going to do a really good job divvying stuff up. Um, oh, okay. So they're going to give from there. I yes. also think, like, God. Bless, but hopefully you survive your dad. You know what you I mean? Never like you, know. you never, you're <laughs> right. Yeah, well, Especially if no one's going to perform CPR in you, even if you just like, even if there's still life left <laughs> in you, if you're, you're just, just fall like, down. no. People are like, <laughs> we're nope, pulling that let her plug. go. Push she her farther. <laughs> she begged for us to let her die. <laughs> <laughs> Mitra Johar, you've been unbelievable. Please watch Three Busy Debras on HBO and Adult Swim. It's in its second season, which is so exciting. And tell us where we can find you on your socials. You can find me at Mitra Johari on Instagram and lots of amazing content there. Oh, I bet the content is just... You know, as a, as a woman in STEM, you love content. I, I love content it. creation. It is a huge part of my life as a woman in STEM. Huge part of It's so STEM. amazing to have you leading women in STEM. Thank you for discovering that. Work in that <laughs> I did, I did discover STEM. Yes, STEM. <laughs> The first woman woman to ever do STEM. Ever do STEM. (laughs) And hopefully the last. The most I know about STEM is like, cute name. Um, (laughs) Cute acronym. Thank you so much, Misha. You've been insightful, honestly. Spot on. You've really caused me to think. And you've been hilarious. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 